Hey, um, <laughs> new studio. <laughs> we upgraded. <laughs> no, we slapped, and now we're like scrambling to make up. We've really been sucking. Yeah, well, like I don't even want to call it sucking though, because like it's not necessarily that we aren't wanting to do the podcast. Like that's not it. Like I enjoy filming the episodes yeah. with you. It's the problem that we are two mm. boss babes that take on way too much that we can yeah. do. That's accurate. That's our problem because you're a mom and you have your, mom. yeah, and then you're a hairstylist and you have your new career coaching thing. Mm-hmm. And then I have my business and all that shit. And then I was like, oh, this couple needs me to be a dog nanny. Sure. I'll take that on. Yeah. And now we just have even, we have even less free time. So we're at Julie's house because the child fell asleep for a nap and husband is on call. So we were like, let's film really quick before we go to Buffalo Wild Weeks and have dinner. Did you put my wallet over there? No, I didn't touch your wallet. That's cool. That's a problem that we're going to have to fix in a little bit. That's... That's a problem for a later time. That, that, that's an hour later problem. That's a song for another time. <laughs> so yeah, that's what's going on, you know? We uh, we just got a lot of shit going on. We're just here. Yeah, we're just here for the vibes and the vibrations and trying to make a podcast. Someone was selling an, a vintage vibrator on the Facebook rummage. No, they weren't. Yep. What's a vit, like, what did they look like back then? It was there was a name he? on it. Yeah, was it as like was it his? It was called or the libido. Oh, L- Vint- Now I need you to look up vintage freaking vibrators. I need to take a my gander. FBI agent is. I, I feel like they just like you know. Well, I don't know how much truth is behind this, but I remember hearing that like in insane asylums, they pretty much just like let people masturbate all the time. Yeah, because they were like, "That'll fix it." Yeah. It was. It was. It was. Yeah. It was this. What is it? Let me let me take a gander. I'll explain it in detail to the people. I'll explain it. It's. It looks like a hair dryer, right? Yeah, that's. And then a- it's got little nubbins on the end of it, and it just vibrates back and forth. But it had a funny name. It was called the Libido or something. And Caleb was scrolling through Facebook. And it was this morning, actually. He was scrolling through Facebook. He was sitting in the chair. And he was feeding the baby in the high chair. And he was scrolling through Facebook. And I was standing behind him watching Blue's Clues. And I was like, wait, you have to go back to that post. And he's like, the Labido? And I'm like, the what? And he's like, the Labido? I'm like, the Libido? What's that? I'm like. That's something men your age have a lot of for whatever reason. <laughs> Good God. It was just really funny because I was scrolling and it was like... I can't imagine. Like, what? I mean, like, there's... Why do you have that? We, that's a great question. Follow-up question is, like... I understand people like vintage things are cool. It's like collector's items, you know? Yeah. Like, literally, just use my mom's cool 1980s romper for a photo shoot because it was cool. What... Do you have it in a glass box in your house when people come over and you're like, this is my 1964 mick and dish no that was an upper class thing oh yeah like oh yeah poor people had guacapello in that shit yeah yeah that was like you know that was a rich people thing yeah i want to know how they bought them because like it's so much more like normalized now which is fantastic like me and julie have literally talked about going and getting vibrators together (laughs) 
Well, I think it would probably be how they bought a lot of things like that, like out of a catalog or like a specialty store. Like, could you imagine like a guy just coming to your house like, you want to know how to please your woman? Oh, no. I'm sure men, like, it That's was true. like a thing that they kept secret. Yeah. yeah we how were did just, they buy We were men's sex toys. What do you think? It was probably like the 50s or 60s? Probably. Because we were the men's sex toys. They just came home and beat us if we didn't do anything right. So, like, I want to know how even women were allowed to use vibrators. A short history of the vibrator. Buckle up. Settle down. <laughs> we're about to have story time here. Okay. <laughs> this is a... This is an article titled A Short History of the Vibrator From Bees to Bullets by Jen Bell. Jen, thank you for your hard work. Vibrators are very popular. Over Mm -hmm. Over 52% of women in the U.S. have one, and many men use them too. Vibrator is your teammate, not your enemy. Right. Men, take notes. Yeah. But where did they come from? You might have heard the story of how a doctor invented the vibrator as a treatment for hysteria. I thought so. Yeah. But then I was like, was that a fever dream I made up? Nope. Because I get some weird-ass dreams being nope. medicated. Sorry to kill your buzz, but that's not quite how it happened. Oh, so it was fake. Okay. There's See? a lot of myths and misinformation surrounding the history of the vibrators in the West, starting with Cleopatra. Whoa, bro. She filled a gourd with bees and buzzed her coochie with it. Look at that. It's literally a gourd with bees in it. I was going to say, I'm like, they didn't have electricity back then, so that would be a dildo. But no, she said, science, bitch. She said, I'm going to piss off some bees and shove a gourd in my coosie. Did Cleopatra invent the vibrator? Not quite. This article is very misleading. I mean, she didn't invent it, but like, she had the idea. Okay, so in the 1880s. The 1880s? Did we have electricity then? This is this has a hand crank on it. <laughs> the fuck the, if if for everyone listening and watching, it's called the Pulsicon. That sounds like an Avenger. <laughs> it looks like you know the old egg beaters, like the really I was long ready ones. To say yes. Only it's got a nub on the end, and it just has a crank. I feel like it has you a crank. Do that to and yourself. I feel like this part, this is like a plate that you push up against, like someone pushes it up against you, and like beats your eggs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like you're scrambled. How do you like your eggs in the morning? Fertilized scrambled. or scrambled? <laughs> what? This is such an interesting... This is very interesting, actually. I, okay. I know. Okay, the Polar Club. That's the one we were looking at. It's yeah. the 1920s. Oh, wow. We were We off. were really wrong. Yeah. I mean, Great Depression. They had to do something. That was the 40s, wasn't it? Mm-mm. End of the 20s. Because it was the roaring 20s, and then it, fo- f- it followed into the Great Depression. What I promise. The 40s? There was a war. Yeah. World War One. Two. Two? Two. We're, yeah. We're really More in the educated. middle of three. <sighs> Call me Vladimir. I'd be Putin. <laughs> <laughs> that's very, I'm sure that's very offensive. The 1920s yeah. and the 1950s. It's a great to be alive feeling. Alfred Kinsey published a groundbreaking research on female sexuality in 1954. That probably was like unheard of to talk about oh, yeah. females' sexual needs. Yeah, we were just a whole. Like, I know the 1950s was not that long ago in retrospect, but like, that would have, I'm sure that was like a big no. That's now. the wildest part when you think about women's rights and even like. Like, they ex- probably decredited this man. Mm-hmm. Oh, they were probably like, you idiot. Why, why do we care what they want? Yeah. Fuck ladies. Yeah. That's all they're good for. Watch Boston come in in the middle of it. <laughs> Then he has to be on the podcast. He can sit right here. Give <laughs> me, bud. Electric vibrators such as the Polar Club were marketed as a superior beauty aid. 
capable of transforming not only a woman's face but her entire body um so that's like the yeah quote unquote massagers is how they sell them a lot like those like ones that look like wands yeah yeah so it's to make you pretty if you you heard it here first if you masturbate you're pretty (laughs) gorgeous gorgeous girls flick their beans gorgeous gorgeous (laughs) girls kill their potatoes In 1956, the department store Sears produced their own vibrator. Sears? Yes. In the 1970s. That feels like a Kohl's thing, but all right. The ni- <laughs> I got my Kohl's cash. not Best Buy. In the 1970s, the magic wand, which everyone knows the wand. Yeah, it looks like a wand. Yeah. I really want one. They're really expensive, though. 60s and 70s, masturbation is liberation. There we Liberated go. ladies put that on a t-shirt the 1980s brought us the rabbit vibe oh, the little bunnies yeah the bunnies we finally introduced the clit to the party yeah <laughs> we were like hey guys made room for the clit we have been missing the biggest the player biggest, <laughs> the biggest player to all this and that is why men i still i still want to know how they bought them so that was what the 20s yeah because like, the sears did like, you order them or did Sears just have like that one section, like the beyond of Bed Bath and Beyond? Fucking hysterical, a timeline of vintage vibrators. Well, honey, get my checkbook. Just <laughs> in Tom Bahama. I just don't Trevor know. Trevor Wallace, if you're watching or listening, please hit us up. With all hundred listeners we have, one of them is. Trevor I'm not going to read all this, but like this, this little subsection is called night or 1750. Let's hose the cunt. <laughs> oh, like a douche? In France, the pelvic douche device predated the shower head by at least 200 years. Hose-wielding medical workers thrusted water towards uteruses in an effort to get them to stop wandering around. Meanwhile, in England, physicians still employed ye old genital massage. <laughs> oh, ye old. But as Dr. Queen notes, one treatment wouldn't cure a woman with hysteria, only make her feel better for a while, so it made for a lucrative repeat business. Did they think that hysteria What's was- your job, co- doctor? <laughs> I think beans, sir. The ye old masturbatory. The steam-powered coal-fired manipulator? That doesn't sound like 1869, sh- after manually masturbating hundreds of hysterical women- <laughs> He said, I'm too, my fingers are, t- I got carpal tunnel. <laughs> His fingers were like this, like little nose. Some doctors started to get hand cramps to save time and energy. American physician George Taylor, George Taylor, shouts out to you, buddy, patented the manipulator, a motorized padded table with a hole and a throbbing ball in the middle. <laughs> Technology of orgasm author Rachel Maines discussed the early mechanical instruments in detail. Um, the vibratil. <laughs> this is often really hot. I just can't start. get over the fact of like a doctor was medically like a dude, a fucking DJ before we knew what DJ was. <laughs> <laughs> People listening were probably like, "What the hell did Lacey just do?" <laughs> the hand crank VD. There's an antique vibrator museum. Where's it at? Look it up right now, Julie. We're going on a road trip. My fucking search history. It's fine. It's the- just funny because there's some like kid stuff on there and then there's like shit like this. San Francisco. Mm. California thing for sure. Yeah. That makes sense. 
Antique Vibrator Museum, 1620 Polk Street, San Francisco, California. Shout out. Shouts out to you. Whoa, it's it's a museum. Lacey, it's like it's a, it's like a it's like a museum with vibrators. That's what I would assume. Good vibrations founder. <laughs> that's Joni Blank collected antique vibrators for over twenty years, which prompted our customers to begin sending us the vibrators they found at flea markets. Excuse me. Could you imagine going to a yard sale and you just how much for the rabbit? <laughs> It's gently used. Like, I just can't imagine. Like, there's some things where I just feel like we have to draw the line. Yeah. Underwear? And anything that goes inside my vagina. Not selling it. I mean, at least, I think, I feel like at this point, they're, like... I think... And relatives' estate. If my grandma dies and I'm going through her house... Julie? And she has a vintage vibrator... Listen, we have to make a pack right now. Whoever dies first, we have to go in and get the other one's sex toy so our parents don't find out. Where do you keep your sex toy? The same place you do. Oh, I have a dildo penthouse. Yeah, same. I built it for her. <laughs> she built my dildo penthouse. <laughs> One time I got really drunk at a party. And there was new people at the party. Girls. New girls at the party. And I used to, I, used to, I called it the middle drawer because that's where I kept it. Yeah. I had like this really old um, dresser for my dresser. great-grandma. <laughs> and it had three long drawers on this side, three long drawers on this side. And then in the very middle, there was three like four by six drawers, like four by six inch drawers. And in the middle one, that's where we kept all the sexy things. <laughs> and I got really drunk, and I was like, hey, you guys want to see my middle drawer? And no one stopped me. They all just followed me to my bedroom, and I dumped out my dildo drawer. <laughs> and was like, this one is really cool, and I really <laughs> like this one. Julie was the uh, original vibrator museum. <laughs> She's just like, here's this one. Well, like, it's just crazy to think, like, I had to buy, I won't name drop her, but, like, I did, like, I bought one of my cousins a vibrator because they wanted one, but they're like, I'm just so scared. And I'm like, why? Because society makes you feel dirty if you masturbate, even though guys literally the Lions jerk it. is one of my favorite places to go. It's hilarious. It's a great time. It's one of my favorite places to go. Could you imagine if we took the one person that's coming to be our first live guest? <laughs> I kind of want to. I don't know if they'd be down. We'd have to ambush her, but I feel so bad. I know. It'd be so funny, though, Lisa. It really would. It'd be so funny. What's a lion's den? <laughs> I feel like, I mean, you're acting like she's breaking Amish. They're not, they're not all over the place, though. That's true. I mean, they might have made it that far. Not really sure. But I feel like there has to be some other sex shop instead though yeah but like is it oh so you're saying okay you're saying like just straight up take her there and be like we're going to a lion's den and she's What's like that? What's it's that? a titty bar and then we just walk in and there's dildos everywhere what if she'd be like down <laughs> like what would you do then i would be like all right let's buy the matching ones as best i will get matching tattoos with whoever but i'm not buying matching vibrators that's just weird for me hey julie what we have the same one. Oh yeah we do i don't like using that one <laughs> the thing listen now that we're talking about it it comes on by itself <laughs> it's like you know you want this <laughs> no because listen it doesn't matter if i have used it recently mm-hmm. or if i haven't touched it in weeks it'll just come on by itself and i just hear <laughs> and i'm like what is that and then i'm like fucking vibrator last time it happened i was trying to sleep I got so pissed that I grabbed the part that heats up and goes inside of you and I just beat the shit off. Like, I beat it off my end table until it fucking is just stopped. Because I would, like, turn it off and then I would put it back in the drawer and it'd be fine and then five minutes later it was possessed, man. What the fuck? Getting ready to throw all mine away, though. 
starting fresh yeah i'm down some of those vibrators like some of those vibrators i've had since like i don't know i got married i feel really bad for anybody who's coming in here from like my wholesome cow videos into this i'm sorry this is but this is is our pod we're 25 year old women i feel bad for the amount of men that have told me that they watch this and then like i'm like how do you sit through this yeah this is for the this is for girls gays in the days and i that's the energy i I can name a few straight men that straight cisgendered men who watch ew i'm just kidding (laughs) i'm just kidding um yeah i'm the same i'm pretty sure that i bought my first vibrator when i was like 18 or 19 and that bitch still going strong but like she's falling apart not really the one being held together by duct tape no i don't have any held together by duct tape i thought you had one held together by tape no (laughs) oh my god (laughs) i thought you were really going hard in motherfucking paint sorry (laughs) my bad Wow, we've learned so much about vibrators. We really Adam have. and Eve, do you want <laughs> do you want to sponsor our podcast? Please? Please? Do you want to send us free vibrators? Please? I want to try a clit sucker. Never had one. It scares me a little bit. I'm not going to lie no, to you. I ain't scared. <laughs> yeah, I know you're not scared. Show me the money. The little rose one that was going viral. It looks little, like a little... Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that one's a sucker, though. It's not. It's just got a little tongue. And it goes... If I would have got a babysitter for tonight, we could have gone there after we ate. I don't. Want, you don't want to go with my husband now. No, <laughs> because I listen. We're buddies. We're pals. Okay, I get along with your husband swell. Okay, yeah. but I don't want to watch him or have him watch me pick out a vibrator. I just feel like we don't need to cross that line. Just as much as I don't want to hear his input on yours. <laughs> he doesn't get input on mine. Oh, okay. My toys are my toys. I mean, he will, you know, like, tap in, like, tag in, right? He does not get a, he does not get a pick. That's my toy. I mean, I, I didn't respect take out it. his pocket pussy that he used one time and then got embarrassed about and never touched again. <laughs> <laughs> Exposed. <laughs> Those things are so weird looking. I don't, I don't know. Sorry, that was beautiful ASMR. I mean, I'm not going to judge somebody if they use them because, like, we no. have like we have vibrators. That's fine. What really wild, like, the things that I always are, like, drawn to is when they have, like, the whole ass yeah. thing. Because I'm just like. That's, is that necessary? That's a lot. Like, that's that would be like if we had just, like, a, a, lot of ass. a men's, like, V-line from, like, mid-thigh and just a pipi. <laughs> no, you know why? Because no one looks at a penis and is like, mm, that's hot. No, we want something pretty pink and just like, woohoo. That's what we should do on Thursday. Okay. After your doctor's appointment, we should go. Right. I'm down. Okay. It's a whole day. Get a babysitter. <laughs> what, you don't want to take the baby? <laughs> you can't. That's probably best. Not that I would want to take her anyway. I know, that would be really weird. That was one time I got busted on a dick in the box. From yeah. There's this little box and you hit the thing and a dick came out. Yeah. My dick in a box? He's a big Lonely Island fan. I like the little um, novelty things they have in there, too, though. They're fun. I love Spencer's for that reason. Yeah. Because the shit you see in there, you're like, I would never use that, but I want, I need it in my But position. I feel like Lion's Den's less judgy. I feel like if I went into Spencer's, I feel like some 16-year-old's going to be like, you're buying a vibrator? No. The, I mean this in the nicest way possible. The people that work at Spencer's now yeah. look like they work at Spencer's. I haven't been like in Like, they're Spencer's. very alternative, like, mm. chill people. I also would literally melt into a puddle of awkward if somebody recognized me from the internet as I was buying vibrators. Listen, people, Lacey M. Evans, she she peels her potato, okay? <laughs> She's mentally ill. 
<laughs> Shot a peel a potato. <laughs> Doctor's orders. <laughs> Dude. Listen. What? People don't talk about masturbation. They really don't. It pisses me off. It does because like it's looked at as disgusting for women to want right. to and seek so then, any like, kind of pleasure. But then men, the it's like. The first time you do it and you're like, oh my God, that's so great. Why did I do that? Yeah. You shouldn't feel that way. No. Because you don't feel that way after sex. I mean, some people probably feel that way after sex. Some of the people y'all have sex with, Jesus. But like. Well, that's how it was with my cousin that I bought a vibrator for. They were like, ew, that's disgusting. And I was like, yeah. you need to have like a healthy relationship with sex. Like it doesn't have to be something that you think you're a horrible person for having. But society just like freaking pelts that on you from the moment you're born of like, you can't have sex because then you're a whore. Like I'm also a very firm believer and you have to know what you like before you bring other people into it. Yeah. Like, I wish I would have been more comfortable with masturbation before I started having sex. Yeah. Because that would have saved for a lot of awkward, uncomfortable situations. Yeah. People are just too uptight. They should masturbate. You know what I'm saying? I also feel like it's very fucked up how we, not to get into, like, a gender thing, but, like, people just make jokes constantly about teenage boys jacking off. Mm Mm-hmm. But the minute you're like, what about... No. Uh, no. Literally, in front of my brother, he, like... Like, he'll... My... He's dating my best friend. And so, he'll make sexual jokes all the time about, like, pouring the coals to her or shit like that. And I just take... Like, I just like, all right, whatever. But literally, all I said to my mom one time about the fact that my door doesn't shut is I was like, haha, what if one time I'm flicking my bean and Brad went on a tangent of, like, why the hell would you say that in front of us? That's so fucking disgusting. And I'm like... You will share in detail what kind of yeah. sex you're going to have with my friend, being my brother and that being my friend. And I jokingly say the words, flick my bean, and you just came unglued. Well, I don't want to think about that. I'm my little sister. And I'm like, I don't like to think about you doing that shit, but you know what? I just am an adult. Here we are. And I can handle that my brother has sex. Your brother, your brother is a special kind of person. God. Special, special, special kind of person. Yeah. That's for sure. That's what I'd call him. Special. My mom says I'm special. Like that guy texted me. You said I was special and different or something like that. You did? Yeah. You said I was special and... I have the messages. I can look it up. But yeah. You said I was special and something else. All right. We need to take a break. Yep. We'll be back. In a second. Bye. Bye. Hello, my lady. Such a hot start that we came into. I mean... But I love it. I honestly kind of do. Someone has to talk about it. Someone's got to say it, you know? I don't want, like, a sex podcast, but I'm very open to talk about sex. Yeah. And people's bodies. Yeah. If we can push, and not push, I think it's important that kids learn about their bodies, like the period talk and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But, like, they should also know more about sex. Yeah. Other than... It's bad. Cause babies. You will die. (laughs) Don't have sex. You will get pregnant and die. (laughs) I think that it's just like the problem the problem arises because there's so much weight put on the women I'm sorry I'm gonna say it because like men it's just like oh it's fun and you could have sex with all these women and you're a player and blah 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 but women it's like don't have sex because then you're a whore and then if you do have sex and you get pregnant that's your fault and you're a whore and like it all just boils down to putting so much pressure like I myself put so much pressure on myself about sex yeah for no fucking reason right no fucking reason. That's what you're taught to do. I'm honestly surprised because, like, and I don't know if this was, like, every college, but the college that Lacey and I went to, they had a freshman wellness class, and it was all physical wellness, 
to like help you like, you know don't gain the first 15 yeah. that would have been an opportune time to be like hey guys we're gonna talk a little bit more about sex like, let's talk about the clitoris <laughs> not even that just like <laughs> I'm just kidding you know the only thing we ever got taught was like condoms birth control Gonorrhea. abstinence 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 gonorrhea like I no. had to see genital warts let's open up a conversation yeah don't make it don't make it an extra group that i have to go do like specifically for that yeah expose everybody to it yeah well because like i think a lot of people because i couldn't imagine as a professor or a student like a teacher of students like i know that like that's going to be a hard class to have i'm sure and so i think that's why they make it so minimal because i do understand that kids are awful sometimes but like teaching about like sexual health and like making sure that everything's good down there but like also teaching that like sex doesn't have to be this like magical thing that you just share your you just keep your little rose perfect until they're right guy and your little husband like it doesn't have to be that way well like when i was i what were we like sophomores in high school when we got the sex out they had somebody come in from a pregnancy center something to like talk to us about it but like you know, I don't think, like, I know not every vagina looks the same, not every penis, but they never told us what was normal. Like, yeah. What to look for, lumps, I'm not, bumps, okay, listen, things like that. I'm not going to name drop anybody because this is the more, you know the people. Oh, God. But Here we go. there were two people I knew that were older and decided to, like, instead of leaving, like, they fully shaved for the first time. And they were shocked. Because they were roommate, and they were roommates, and they both had completely different vaginas. Oh, yeah. Because one of them had the labias where they one go inside. One of them inside. had an Audi, one of them had any. Essentially. And so they were freaking out. Like, they had to look at, and they were both, like, early shook. 20s. And they shook. Shook. I was shook, because I'm like, you waited that long to shave? Hopefully. I mean, I don't care. Listen, whatever you want to do. If you want to get it long enough to braid it, that's fine. But I just, like, for me, I guess for my own thing, like, when, as soon as I grew hair down there, the first time I was curious, I was like, I'm going to shave it. See what happens. But I do remember the first time I shaved, I, like, literally, <laughs> I literally got out of the shower and laid down on the bathroom floor. <laughs> Not me. You know about the first time I shaved my cooter? I'm down. I was probably, I didn't shave my coosie until I started getting fingered because mm-hmm. that's when I became like really self-conscious about it yeah of course because I'm a person who I have a lot of body hair and I have thick body hair yeah and it's dark like the hair on my head is naturally very light yeah same. body hair super fucking dark same so I got really like self-conscious about it right mm-hmm. so I was like 15 ish 14 15 and I probably I had probably like good half inch inch of fucking coosie hair yeah was it as thick as it is now no because it was you know how before you like shave it's like patchy whatever yeah and i was like i cannot go through four razors shaving my coochie my mom's gonna know something's up yeah so i got (laughs) don't tell me you got a pair of scissors i did i did i did but here's the kicker it was our bathroom scissors like i grew up we had we had scissors for every room i love that scissors for every room bathroom scissors were this old pair my mom's a school teacher she's gonna love this conversation um it was an old pair of her teaching scissors that she had brought home they were rusted dusted and crusted and i was using them to pre-cut my coochie hairs (laughs) 
I was playing with fucking fire and I didn't even know it. I want to get one of those like actual just like razors that like it's like the ones you can use for like your um, hair. The appellator? App- is it appellator? I don't it's know. something later. It's, I don't know. There's a couple of them that have been going around because like I'm tired of using an actual razor. Like if a guy can't do us some stubble. I did see a girl. Mm-hmm. She said, I don't know why women are still shaving with razors. You, you know that scalp thing that was going around? Like you put it between your fingers. It was like this little, it was geared towards men, obviously. But it's the scalp shaver and it's like a little, it's like a little machine and you just, it slides between your fingers and you can just like, and she used it on her coocher and she, she, she said her Ashley coocher had never been smoother. But seriously, I'm tired of flipping, taking an actual shaving cream and razor to that shit because when you nip a lip, listen, you piss on it and then it's like, oh, my top you TikTok. Nip a lip while you're shaving your kitty in the shower and you pee on it. Yeah, look. It's like that. You just slide oh, your fingers in between it. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen those thingies. Called the skull shaver. I'm about to get me one. Honestly, because. Because I'm tired of it. If well, I could just go down there if, real quick and just near, near, near. Even if you do like it nice and smooth, like just getting it down to a stubble before you shave it is way better too. Yeah. Well, you're less likely to get ingrown hairs and shit like that. And guess what? I also just. I don't care to be like. Like, because I'm the. Like, when I was with a guy, he had the, he did the, like, just sh- to the stubble. Didn't bother me. So, I'm, I'm doing the same. The only time that just to the stubble bothers me is, like, when I'm giving head. Yeah. I don't like it to tickle around my mouth. Yeah, I get that. I didn't tell my husband you were recording a podcast. Hey, we're recording a podcast. That's my sweatshirt. Why are you wearing my sweatshirt? That's my bedroom. So, you leave the door I need a now. divorce lawyer. <laughs> You know one hit us up, <laughs> or you are one. The lawyer that wants to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> Everything becomes if you want to sponsor the podcast. <laughs> sponsor us. But yeah, I genuinely like want one of those things because I'm tired of yeah. putting the work in. Well, and you just, you're just less likely to get like ingrown hairs, right? If you use like yeah. a mechanical razor, I think so. Or a shaver. I don't know. I don't care. I just want to knock it down every now and then, you know. I would. I do. I want to try a Brazilian wax. Oh, same. There's a lady not too far from her that does them. I'm down if you're down. I, I kind of want to try. Let's go. I need to call and get the details because I know they want you to like, like if you're doing it for the first time, some of them have you like shave completely down and then wait two weeks. Yeah. Yeah. Get, let us know the prep and then we're going. Yeah. I just think, I don't know. They're cool. I don't know if it's something I want to do every time. Yeah. But like, I've heard that when you do it regularly, it like makes the hair come in a lot less and a lot slower. Well, that's why I always tell people like shaving's better than waxing when you're do- talking about like facial hair and stuff waxing is better because it pulls the follicle out it doesn't cut it down yeah because sometimes if you cut it down it'll split off yeah but because they always talk about how people when they go to get waxed it comes in less and less thick and i'm like i'm about to let somebody wax this kitty i want laser hair there's one girl who is like that's what she does for a living like i don't know if it's esthetician or whatever she has her own waxes yeah waxes I don't know if it's the same person, but one of them follows me, and they're really funny, and I'm about to be like, is it weird to be like, will you wax my kitty? She's like, she got dark brown hair? I think so. I can't remember. She's just wearing, like, spaghetti strap pink tops? I don't know. Oh, I found her one day by accident. She's like, just to show you how it doesn't hurt, I'm going to wax my own coochie on TikTok. I love that. I don't know if that was her. I know this one shares a lot of, like, stories. But yeah, I was like... She follows me. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I can 
Hey. I used to do Brazilian waxes under the table in hair school. Because we weren't allowed to do them. Because we weren't estheticians. We were just hairstylists. Mm-hmm. But we could do bikini waxes. Mm-hmm. But not Brazilian. Because Brazilian's everything, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. It's your cooch and your booty hole. Yeah. I never did the booty hole. I only did half Brazilian. Mm. But the lady's like, I'll pay you. That's much money. You can do it. And I was like, I'll whip your cooter out. Let me see that Ashley Kutcher. We're getting punked. <laughs> I... If I'm going in for a Brazilian, I want the butthole, too. Yeah. That's what a Brazilian is. I know, but you you could only do half. No, I wasn't allowed to do any of it. Yeah, but you would only do half. I only did half. I wouldn't touch your butthole. That makes me nervous because, like... Butthole's for you and God. (laughs) I stand by that. Have you seen your own asshole? Yeah. I haven't. You never checked your asshole out? No. checked your cooter? I've checked my cooter. With a mirror? I think so. yeah. And when I was really little, your asshole? I don't think so. I think I was only. Well, you go ahead. You take a look at. It. You're not gonna be impressed, but like, go ahead, take a look at it. <laughs> I don't. You're gonna want be to. like, why is it that color? <laughs> I don't really care to see it. Okay, then don't. And I feel like if I don't look at it, I won't be self conscious about it. But like, what if I see it? And I'm like, <gasps> remember that TikTok we found about the guy talking about the reason that guys like to do it? Um, doggy doggy style, so they can look at your butthole. Yeah. And then we were, like, freaking out about it in our group chat. And yeah. Lacey's brother goes, yeah, dude, we got something to look at. Sometimes I'll stick my thumb in it. Yeah. Get some traction. Yeah. Shut the fuck up. Yet again, I can't say, flick my bean. <laughs> <laughs> I just can't. I don't know. Our bodies are weird. Bodies are weird. They don't make sense. No. They're not fair. Mm-mm. But. So we're going to get our kitties waxed together? <sighs> I kind of want to. I do, too. I mean, they probably won't let us go in together. But. I think they will. What if we tell? <laughs> We're lesbians. I need to make sure you do a good job. <laughs> I, need you, I need to make sure. I you want just, a munched, scruffy kitty. You just said the end. I like your cut, G. <laughs> it just smacked Put me right off the my cooter. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that would that would be a uh, freaking... That person would immediately go to I TikTok. If they I do, had the weirdest two people come into my office. I wonder if they do butt cheeks, too. Because I like a nice, smooth butt cheek. I near my ass cheeks often. I know you do. I have a picture of you <laughs> with your face and your ass. You do? Remember, you sent it. Hmm. Yeah, because you were like, I got my ass and face in the picture at the same time. And it's you... With oh. your nair on your ass cheeks and you're leaning back. I love that for me. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I have that. That's a that's really cool. <laughs> I also have, it's really cool that you have that. <laughs> I also have a picture of your tits on my phone. It was with bra on. Yeah. You took it. R.I.P. George. Yeah. Today would have been Barry's fifth birthday. I know. I saw on Facebook. I'm He's sorry. Dead. <laughs> I love how you handle trauma. <laughs> that's my guy Barry. He did. <laughs> the vet who I was supposed to be able to trust murder killed her dog literally i was like bro i don't i this is weird and then she told me a whole situation i was like yeah that they they did did something wrong they gave me money back that's how i know they fucked up yeah like they were like you don't like julie owed like thirteen hundred dollars or something crazy for all the surgeries he had an initial surgery and it was fourteen hundred dollars for the initial surgery yeah and then two days later i took him back because he had puked up like strips of stuff it was like gauze and stuff and i was like julie i'm not like i worked at vet offices but i'm not trying to claim i'm like a vet yeah but like that ain't right what i really feel bad about is like and this sounds really bad but i kind of wish he would have died during the first surgery so he didn't have to suffer he was in so much pain for the last two days Mm -hmm. and then i took we took him back to the vet and they're like we have to do another surgery it's gonna be another eight hundred dollars eight to nine hundred dollars yeah well i mean he needs it so i'll figure it out 
And then they call me and tell me that he's done, out of surgery, everything's fine, he's in recovery. And then three hours later, they call me and tell me he's dead. Yeah. Because before they did the first surgery, they found out he had a heart arrhythmia. Yeah. Which is why sometimes when he would bark, he would go, Ugh. Yeah. Because he, he couldn't breathe. Yeah. And then he had, like, a, a narrow urethra, which is yeah. why he was having all the urinary problems, whatever. And so they knew about his heart arrhythmia and his possible diabetes. Yeah. And when they... They did the second surgery on Saturday, mm-hmm. and everybody wanted to go home. Yeah, this is the part that, hold on, this is the part that pissed me off the most when Julie told me, because I worked at three different vet offices, and two, I was an intern, and then one, I was an actual vet tech, and let me tell you something, if there's one thing that I was always told you never do, is we never left an animal while they were waking up from anesthesia. We always stayed, and then we made the animals stay until they fully woke up. Like, we had, they were alive, alert, enthusiastic when they left the office, and like, I literally, because when you pull, you can't pull the tube out of them first when they're incubated, so like, intubated, intubated. I said, as soon as I said it, I was like, that's wrong. I know, the cheekies. Um, but it's like you have to wait till they start breathing on their own to pull that out. Mm-hmm. So they'll like cough and stuff. And then I would always stay with them or somebody because I was the intern at the two other offices. So like I wasn't that important to the, you know. But like you don't leave a dog. And they left him. They left him they, and they had a so camera set up. They said that he was waking up fine. And they left. The on-call vet left. The vet tech left. Everybody left. Um, and then they had cameras... Like, they have cameras in each one of the cages, the recovery cages. Yeah. And they said that he wasn't moving around. So they went back to check on him, and she said he was still acting like he needed to wake up from the anesthesia. So they gave him what I can only assume is some kind of form of adrenaline to, like, wake him up. There's a reversal drug. I'm not sure what is in it, though, so I'm not going to act like I know. bring him back. Well, guess what? It didn't. I'm pretty sure it made him have a heart attack or a stroke, and he died. And so... But they gave him the medicine and then left him again, checked back on the camera, and he wasn't moving at all. And they went back and he was dead. Yeah. Which is crazy to me. And then they gave me my money back. Yeah. Some of it. Not all of it. Yeah. I still paid $1,500. But, like, they bought the medicine back for me. They bought the expensive dog food. Because then they are like, he needs to be on ProPlan for urinary tract, whatever. And I'm like, okay, that's $75 for a 20-pound bag of dog food. But that's fine. I'll do it. If he needs it, that's, I'll do it. Yeah. No problem. They bought the dog food back. Like They were like, we're not going to charge you for the second surgery. Yeah. Or the second round of antibiotics. And I'm like, okay. This sucks as fuck. Yeah. And if I wouldn't have run out of money before they did, I definitely would have sued them. Yeah. But it would have been, been lost cause. But It was just crazy. And then when I went to pick up his ashes. <laughs> which, by the way, I had to pay for. Yeah. Like, they were like, um, in the same phone call where they're like, hey, I'm so sorry. Like, your dog is dead. They were like what do you want to do you want to come pick up the body or do you want us to send it to the mortuary and i was like i can't i can't do that i don't want to see yeah i don't do that i don't even like going to funerals i know that's well you're an adult you should be able to go to i don't like going to funerals yeah i don't want to see people's dead bodies you know it does nothing for me no i'm there just to like be a support system for whoever and once people die they're not there anymore yeah i'm not a person who's like oh they're still what like no they're not they're somewhere somewhere and like, do you want to come back up? Like, do you want to say goodbye? And I was like, no, I like, I don't want to see him. I don't, I don't, nothing. nothing yeah. Else. And they're like, okay, well, let's go ahead and figure this out then. So to have him cremated is thirty dollars. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay, first of all, I don't think I should be paying for it if my dog. Like that should be a. That's a you problem. Yeah. <laughs> well, not even that. Like I feel like 
if it's something medical that kills him and it was your fault, I feel like you should be paid anyway. And they were like, okay, do you want the ashes? I'm going to pay $30 and not pick up my animal's ashes. Yeah, like that's weird. I could find a stray dog on the side of the road, take it to the vet, and then have to put it down or it die. And then be like, do you want it cremated? I'm like, yes. Do you want the ashes? Yes. And they're like, do you want the ashes? I'm like, yes. Yeah. She's like, okay, um, do you, do you, okay, so do you want like a box? And I was like, yeah. Because if not, they were just going to give me a bag of ashes. <laughs> She's like, okay, that's an extra $15. And I'm like, what the fuck kind of Ponzi scheme are you running here? First, you kill my dog at my price of $1,500. <laughs> and now I have to pay $45 just to get him back in a more compact form. Yeah. Fuck out of here. But anyway, I went to pick up his ashes and the girl at the front desk, she was new. <laughs> and I only know she was new because I'd been in there four times in the past yeah. six days. And... She was like, um, can I help you? I was like, yeah, I'm here to pick up my dog. Oh, no. <laughs> I, was like, I was like, I'm here to pick up my dog. And she's like, okay, what's your last name? I was like, Tidwell. And she's like, what's your dog's name? And she looked at me and I was like, Barry. And she goes, did anybody, did, did somebody like, did, do you know that he's dead? And I was like, I just looked at her. And her face, like, I mean, she, when I tell you, she went white. She went fucking white. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, I knew that. Was, oh, I'm, I'm going to go. I'll go get his uh, ashes. I'll go get his ashes. And then she brought him, like, somebody else brought him back. <laughs> she was mortified. The fucked up part is they brought him back and they had laid his collar, like, around the top of it. Like, in memoriam. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, I did. That's how. Barry has a shrine. Yeah. As he should. He was the king of the house. Yeah. This for sure. Bellic likes to say. Um like for me so my thing like i agree 100 percent that like they're not there anymore so when i had to put maggie down which if you didn't know i had a almost 18 year old blue healer that was my first dog and i had to put her down last summer because she was just not getting around anymore and this winter would have been really hard on her exactly like a very up and down winter yeah i don't think it would have been good for her um and she just wasn't even walking around anymore right and so I went to take her to put her down and um, I felt so bad for the the nurse. Well, not well, I mean, they're kind of dog nurses, but vet tech um, because she was like so just upbeat. And like the doctor had gotten like they had fit me in that morning because I was like, I don't need I was like, I just like she needs to be put down. And I wanted to do it when I could take her and I wanted to be a part of it. And so I was like, I'm here with Maggie. And she's like, oh, well, let's get away. And I'm like we're just putting her down and she was like oh my god I am so sorry come right in this room (laughs) and I'm like it's okay like you didn't know and then the vet like came in and was explaining everything and I was ready and then once they did the deed they were like do you need time I was like no and he was like I'm like I had my time like when I knew that she was going to be put down I was like I had a whole morning with her like yesterday I had my time with her I was like I'm I know once her heart stopped beating, in my opinion, she's not here anymore. But then I always, like, I just couldn't imagine just take, like, for me, there's something weird about taking the dead body home. So I was like, cremator, please. Because I. Well, the main reason why I didn't, like, other than the fact that I didn't want to see his body because 
He just looked miserable. At that point, like, he was so mangled from the surge. Like, they split him from literally his butthole to his chest. Like, I his got chest. a bad vibe the first time you brought... the fir- After the first surgery, I was literally like, I don't think any of this I is I should have right. taken him to another vet. Like, that was on me. I should have taken him to another vet. But well, like, that vet office hasn't... I mean, I've never heard anything bad no. from that vet office. Like, I had never heard... Like, no, there's which some... is why I tell every person that I come in contact with. And yeah. Like, because, like, for me, I'm very particular about my vets. Like, Julie knows. I drive 45 minutes to the vet that I go to, but it's because I've never had an issue. I had one small mishap, and that was just a miscommunication on an end, but it didn't hurt anything. Like, the only thing that ended up being wrong was, like, drama's medicine got misconstrued. And like I said, it was an accident. Like, that wasn't anything like life or death. Um, but... I drive 45 minutes for that vet because I refuse to go anywhere else because I've had so many vet like I've either worked at vet offices and seen malpractice or I have like witnessed it through other people mm-hmm. and I was like nope well I thought I found that like I really I thought I found that because up until that point I hadn't had a problem yeah exactly it always been real quick because like he would have spells where like he wouldn't pee yeah like, you saw like he would like blow up and I was yeah. afraid his bladder was gonna explode yeah and so I had taken him to another vet yeah Told me to give him cranberry juice. Yeah. <laughs> Three hundred dollars. Give him cranberry, cranberry juice. juice. <laughs> um, and so I was like, I'm gonna try this vet, and they like gave him medication, and his blood went down, everything like that. So when it happened again, I took him back in, and that's when they're like, okay, let's do this and this and this and this. Because the whole surgery thing seemed weird to me. Because like like I said, again, I'm not trying to claim that I know more than I do, but I was like, this seems like a weird you know surgery. You know what's weird is that his surgery was initially for he had um, bladder stones. Yeah. He had his part of his urethra had crystallized. Yeah. Because he had too much sodium or something. Yeah. And so they said that they didn't think he'd be able to pass him on his own because he also had a narrow urethra. Yeah. So when they went ahead, because I had planned to get him fixed anyway. Yeah. I wanted to have him fixed in hopes that would make him less of an asshole. Yeah. I guess that backfired on me because now it's good. Um, But so they were, I was like, is it possible to do at the same time? If not, don't worry about it. Like, I know fixing a male dog is not near as invasive as fixing a female dog. I was like, I can literally bring him back anytime for that. They were like, no, we can do it all at the same time. I was like, okay. And so they were like, we're going to also go ahead and widen his urethra so that doesn't happen anymore. Because he had a narrow urethra, then all the sodium shit wasn't getting out. Yeah. And so it was crystallizing. I was like, okay, like, do whatever you have to do. Yeah. That's fine. Like, you know more than I do. I'm not yeah. the type of person to be like, hey, unless I feel like something's weird. Yeah. I'm not going to do that. And I didn't feel like anything was weird. They were going to snip him widen his pee hole yeah scrape out the shit that was but in didn't there. they like redirect it to where he was gonna pee somewhere different yeah he peed behind his pee hole as soon as you said that i was like yeah but no <laughs> you know Very you can't change what happens unfortunately it's no, just it just sucks because he was literally like three two he was two two he yeah two yeah like, he was not an old dog at all. And, like, I remember we were here. Like, we were literally watching a movie because it was, oh like, God, the... we were watching Daddy's Home, too. Yeah. And we, I was perming Kayla's mullet. Yeah. And Bustin and Lacey were here. And we were just sitting on the couch. And I went to rinse Bella, Caleb's hair out. Yeah. And his head is over the bathroom, like, the tub. And yeah. he gets a phone call from the vet. And he's like, she's like, Barry's dead. And I'm like, oh, my God. So I came back out here, and I was like, as quick as I could without crying. So it sounded like I was really pissed off. I was like, Barry's fucking dead yeah like i and and i was like do you want to sleep and like julie's like no we're fine so i was like okay so then me and bustin are sitting on the couch and i can just hear caleb crying caleb and i was so and up. i was like bustin i think we should leave and he was like 
or I'm like, we need to leave. And so I think I can't remember if you texted us or so I texted you. So I came you. back out here because you know I'm a show must go on type of person. So yeah. Like, I was already doing something, so I was like, might as well finish doing whatever I was doing. So I came back out here with full intentions on finishing the movie. I still have not finished Daddy's Home too. Can't ever Can't. trauma. And Caleb never came out. That's true. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, yeah. so then you went back. I with went him. back there, and then I texted him. I was like, "Yeah, you guys just need to leave." Yeah, I think you were like, "Yeah," and I was like, "Totally understand. We'll leave." Yeah. I was fucked up, dude. I don't blame you, because that's unexpected. Like with Maggie, I knew it was gonna happen. God, he was such a pretty dog too. He was. Pretty dog pretty, on the road. I mean, I love Remy, but he was a very pretty boy. And like, like I said, you don't expect it when it's a young dog like that. Like he yeah. was literally not even two yet. Like he did not have any kind of. Um, wrists while doing the surgery. Mm-hmm. Unless he would have been allergic to anesthesia. But I also paid for that test beforehand. Oh, I didn't know they even did that. Yeah, they like tested to make sure it wouldn't interact weird. Because you know how some like some people, even people, like sometimes the anesthesia they're allergic to. Mm-hmm. And you don't know until it happens. And sometimes by that point, it's, you know what I mean? It's too late. But they had some kind of testing they could do. Like, like they drew blood and they're like, we can test it with his blood to see if it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, do that. Like, do whatever not, I'm not sending my dog here to die if I wanted my dog to die I wouldn't have got surgery because his bladder probably would have erupted at some point yeah because he would like cold pee for like days at a time oh yeah it was crazy it was wild like he was a very slim thick boy and then like his belly would be like boom. yeah it was it was very strange I didn't understand it alright on that side note we need to take a break okay alright we'll be back in a second <laughs> When we hop from vibrators to dead dogs, apparently it I really gives me anxiety. I really enjoyed this episode. Like, we made them wait last week. Like, we made them wait an extra week. Yeah. For last week's episode. Uh-huh. And it was okay, but this one's a banger. Yeah. I mean, who doesn't love to hear about some... What kills the vibes? Dead dogs. What brought the vibes? Vibrators. The vibrations from the Vibratrons and whatever other weird the names egg beaters the egg beaters i think looked straight up like that's what it looks like and it had a pad on the front of it so like somebody else could like scramble your eggs doctors because men weren't like as in that was the original doctor feel good <laughs> that's where molly grew out of from i cannot imagine going to the doctor and them just being like you must be i'm gonna flick your bean real quick and you're gonna feel better well back then you didn't go to the doctor the doctor came to you that's true so he was going house 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 Sorry, honey, I'll be home late for dinner. I gotta go flick some beans. Got lots of potatoes to peel today. <laughs> lots of Twinkies to wrap. I can't... It's just wild. Wild times. I love when people are like, I was born in the wrong era. I'm like, I'm okay with my era. I get it. Like, uh, masturbation making you feel better. Like, serotonin, dude. Yeah. But I don't think I don't think that's long-term no, cures that's for mental said. illness. No, said it would only, like... Last for a little bit. So they had to do it over and over again. That would imagine no you're probably let's see and then what the 16 you're probably getting paid what like a two dollars a person maybe because, like with the, like with the way money worked back then yeah and now that'd be like four hundred dollars a person probably to yeah that's your profession man his wife was either the, the happiest person on the planet or, or pissed the, yeah the you could not unhappy. be a jealous lady but then again back then they didn't view it as sexual it wasn't sexual yeah but people also didn't have sex to have sex back then either you had sex to procreate and that was it yeah they weren't like getting freaking freaking yeah they weren't getting freaking naughty dirty freaking naughty <laughs> they weren't getting dirty freaking naughty <laughs> what did i say what was i talking about? what was dirty freaking naughty yesterday the peanut butter crackers maybe no the donuts yeah because you were gonna leave a review on pastry shop 
sponsor us. <laughs> South we Charleston, dr- West Virginia. They have hot dog donuts. No, they do not contain real hot dogs. However, they're the best donuts on the face of the planet. I've driven three and a half hours or three hours one way, one way, four times now for donuts. They're so good, so good. And I said they were dirty, freaking naughty, kind of good. Yeah, and she was gonna leave that on their Facebook page. Yeah, but as a good, review, they're a good family business. I was like, maybe they wouldn't like that. Yeah, they are really good donuts though. Such good donut. Did I eat five? Yes. Well, it was funny because when you sent me that Snapchat this morning about you were like, I had, had weird such... dream. I'm like, you had, you did, that's what happened to you last time, remember? Yeah. You had a wild fucking dream and you had eaten a donut not long before you went to bed. The I last think I time. just can't have sugar before bed. You might not be able to. Some people can't. Yeah. Some people, it causes like fucking lucid dreaming, I guess. <laughs> had a dream about dreaming. That's what she had a dream about. She's like, I had a dream that I was dreaming. Yeah. And Inception. She it. Dreamception. And I had a dream I was dreaming. I was like, wow. Maybe that's why I'm so fucked up today. <laughs> I was like. It was funny. How did you know you were dreaming in your dream? Because, like, I don't know. Like, there was just, like, I just remember, like, feeling like somebody was, like. Because I remember in the dream, I was dreaming that, like, there was, like, somebody, like, standing right over my face. Because I think I had, like, a stalker or something. And I had a dream that they were, like right here and like I couldn't make myself like wake up to get out of the fear but I knew that it wasn't real so like I knew it wasn't like a lucid dream or like a sleep paralysis I don't know it was very weird I don't know very strange didn't like it I mean I'm not a doctor I don't go around flicking people's beans for a living yeah I feel like maybe I'm a professional the sugar about three hours before bedtime agreed because last time, I don't remember what it was about last time, but you had a very vivid dream last time. Yeah. Sure, yeah. man. It's the best trip you can get on. Like, apparently for me. Too many hot dog donuts. I'll be tripping. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to leave that as their review on Facebook. That's an ecstasy in these donuts. Man, these donuts had me tripping. <laughs> I had a dream about dreaming. <laughs> I had a dream I was dreaming. Oh, I had a dream I was dreaming. That's wild. Well, we're going to go to dinner soon. So yep. we're going to hop off here and end our shorter but just wonky podcast. We're going to try to get better about uh, filming ahead and then keeping ahead of that schedule yeah. because that's our problem. But listen. What we need to do is just take like a week and film like six episodes. Yeah, honestly. And then continue to film episodes every week. But then have those. Throw them in. Yeah. Because like when I go to Nashville, I'll be gone that Sunday. Yeah exactly so i think that's a good idea because like i said like we just we're too we're too busy bitches that just try to find time because we do like it's not that the podcast isn't a priority it's just there's sometimes when we physically cannot film because we have so much shit going on well and one of us has to travel one or the other like normally we're at Lacey's house filming yeah which is fine except i have a child and sometimes i have to have i have to have something to watch my child if i'm going to Lacey's house to film yeah exactly there's no daycare at farmer Lacey's house so if Mm -hmm. you're planning on visiting Leave your crotch goblins at home. Don't visit at all, though. Don't try to find my farm. Yeah, don't do that. That was a joke. That was a, that was a joke. Everybody, a joke. <laughs> that was ha-ha. a ha-ha funny, funny laugh. <laughs> all right. So anyway, uh, all our links are down below. Um, let's see. Who all did we? Adam and Eve. If you want to sponsor us, Sprinkle Face Your Shop. If you want to sponsor us, who else? You said the divorce lawyer. Divorce lawyers. If you want to sponsor us. Yeah. Does that cover them? I think so. We're accepting sponsorships. <laughs> if that wasn't blatantly obvious. If that wasn't blatantly obvious. All right. Well, you guys have a fantastic week, 
and we will catch you in the next one. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> will we be? I don't know. We will. We will. Positive. It might not be next week. It might be three weeks from now, but we'll be here. <laughs> All right. Peace out. Bye.